0: Today's episode, I'm thrilled to welcome our very first guest, a very good friend of mine that has inspired me to truly live an authentic and loving life of gratitude and purpose. Juan Roger Solz Portal is truly a light worker and a powerful individual. He is so positive and empowering that you'd never believe all of the storms he's weathered in his 26 years. Every time I speak with Juan, I learn something new and I hope you will as well. He is living proof that you can overcome anything with a positive mindset and a hopeful heart. Hello and welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm Isabel Palacios and I specifically created this podcast to empower and inspire you to create your best life and live a positive existence. Join me as I interview incredible people, share my journey, discuss the law of attraction, and guide you into your greatest version. May you always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power Always come from within. So open your mind and your heart, get comfortable, and let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Taking Back Your Power. I am here with a very good friend of mine named Juan Roger. Thank you so much. He's joining us from Montreal, Canada. And in today's episode, we will be talking about thriving through difficult times, thriving through difficulty, and staying positive through the negative times. So our intention for today is to give hope and harmony and energy to all of you guys listening. And Juan, I will allow you to just introduce yourself. Say hello to the Taking Back Your Power audience.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you very much, Isabel. I'm really honored to be to be here. And uh, I would introduce myself. It's funny we're discussing. I would introduce myself very simply saying just my... My mission in life is really just to to give hope, to give love to people, restore harmony in the world, you know, through just the person I am. And, you know, if we can go into a few details, I'm 26, I live in Montreal, Canada, and uh, I've been through a lot of different things in my life, a lot of tough situations, and I've grown stronger from them. And I, I have a good feeling that today I really believe we're going to be able to help others. Uh, they're going to get some insight, some inspiration uh, from all the experiences I've had, and the insight I'll be sharing. Hopefully you'll be able to open me up so I can share that. And, you know, uh, I am really thankful for, uh, for being on this podcast. Thank you very much.
0: No problem. It's a joy to have you. And actually, guys, we had recorded this podcast about a month ago and we decided, you know, we kind of touched into a bunch of different topics and we wanted something to flow a little bit better, especially for the audience to listen to because Juan can just, you know, Juan has, you have so much knowledge and so much wisdom at your age. And it's incredible. It's almost like I'm talking to like a shaman or something every time I talk to (laughs) one. So it's great to, to hear you and especially have a male perspective on spirituality because I find that, yes, there's a lot of There's a lot of women that are very in tune spiritually with their emotions, with their higher self. But I think it's wonderful to have you on in your perspective because you do have the divine male energy in that perspective to give. And it's so beautiful just to see all of the things that you've done and see the way that you move in the world, how you inspire people, which by the way, Juan, you just started your YouTube channel, right? How's that going?
1: It's going well, you know, I'm really going with the flow and, uh I think it's important to do things that feel right. So I'm posting content that I want to and uh, I'm going to slowly build it, you know, slowly build it and keep uh, producing content out there. I have a, a little project I'm working on. It's a little, very short, inspirational clip with like nice videos and audio just to like give a little boost to people. So we'll see how that goes, but that will be up shortly.
0: Good. And you know, I actually encouraged Juan to start his YouTube channel because I wanted him to give out that, I wanted you to give out that perspective. And I think that that's so important is that you put that message out there. You put all that energy out there because honestly, I don't know how you and I connected. Like how is this, what's the story of how you and I connected?
1: It was very synchronistic. It was like the universe just aligning things. It was funny. So at the previous job I had, which we may discuss or not, but uh, which I got fired from, (laughs) I, I believe I maybe got there for that reason. So I was there for about a month and a half. And as I started working there, I'm like, hmm, that place is a bit further from where I live. So I may as well just find a yoga place, you know, a place where I can do yoga. I have some injuries I was dealing with. So I'm like, I could find a yoga center close by. And I just look on the web and I go to that place randomly, you know. I get attracted to a specific place and I speak with the owner. So it's like a co-working yoga place. And um, and then we really connect, you know. She has plants everywhere and I share my dreams and what I want to do. And then I ask her, like, who inspires you? Because I do that, like, once in a while. But this girl, I felt she had a really good energy. And I'm like, who inspires you? And she's like, well, Isabel Palacios. I mean, she's like... <laughs> I know it's not necessarily like for guys to watch. I'm like, I don't, I don't mind. I'm like, I'm open to anything. So I just look you up, research you on YouTube. And then I start following you on YouTube, you know, subscribing to your channel. And then I find your Instagram. And I think through a comment I put, I posted uh, something you posted. And then I, I, I commented, I found it was beautiful the way you answered, um, I think it was a, a lady who was kind of like saying that it was too expensive, your coaching program. Mm, yeah. And the way you answered, because I'm someone who's very careful with who I follow. And the way you answered, I was like, that's very nice. So I just said it honestly in a comment. And I think that from there, and you liked the comment, and I think we started following each other. And- and here we are now (laughs) the power
0: of social media
1: (laughs) (laughs) the power of energy the The power of energy energy, yeah yeah through whatever means you know
0: and I think that goes to show a lot that whenever you are living in your purpose and you're living not so much your purpose because I think people kind of look for this huge purpose you know but just living authentically to yourself and giving out that good energy you connect with like-minded people you connect with people who are aligned with you and what you're doing and what your goals and your dreams and who you are, who you truly are. So I think that's great. I think that just goes to show if you're putting that energy out there, you don't have to go looking for people. You don't have to go searching for friends or for your tribe. It just naturally happens. You naturally connect and that yoga Instructor, she was, you know, she was on my wavelength, so that's why she was able to connect you with me, you know, and that, and that's so, that's so beautiful that somebody all the way in Montreal, Canada is watching my videos. That's probably the most humbling thing I could, you know, <laughs> talk about. But it's wonderful. I'm going to share this with the audience. Is that right now? You, I mean, you dealt with cancer from, you know, when your mother passed away when you were very young. Um, your mother passed away from cancer, and now your dad is going through his own uh, battle. And it's something very beautiful to see you because I think for a lot of people, if they were going through those you know, tough situations in life, they would have really withdrawn back into themselves and mm-hmm. hidden away from the pain and kind of shouted at the sky and been like, why me? Why is this happening? But for you, it's like the complete opposite you are going through these things you've been through so much in your 26 years which is not a lot of time at all and seeing you it's like it's like you you you're in perfect harmony and in perfect alignment with who you are and that's why i wanted to bring you on here because i know there's a lot of people out there that are going through tough things going through their own trials their own tribulations and i think that you offer a loving, a, a perspective from the heart that could help people. Because I think you're you're definitely a light worker for me, you know, from from just interacting with you. I sense that you have a great healing energy. And to anybody out there, you know, believes in healing, believes in light energy, all of that, you know, those people that you connect with, you just feel their energy and they just feel like sunlight. That's Juan, you know, and I want to hear your perspective and kind of how you changed your mindset, because you weren't always like this, right? You weren't born like this. It was kind of I like, wasn't. yeah, this is something you've worked on. So mm-hmm. I want to hear from you just to share f- for my audience, how did you change your mindset? How did you have this paradigm shift from kind of the old way, the way that we're taught to be into becoming the way you are now?
1: I love the wording of the question. It's, uh, it's very free-flowing. So, well, you know, I believe that there's experiences in life, they reflect to you things you need to work on. And sometimes you feel, sometimes I would say often when you feel like everything's crumbling, everything's falling apart, you feel like you're you're powerless, right? You feel like you don't have like control over things, but I think it's a lesson for you to realize there's nothing to try to control. There's just, it's about aligning yourself with who you are. And yeah, I think being more loving and grateful for life and all the experiences you're going through. And once you do that, I think you really start to take back your power, right? Because that's that's the idea of everything you do. And I believe in that. And it's and it's about really understanding that everything is within, right? So the outside world is just reflecting to you things you need to work on, you know? And I had that feeling, you know, when my my mother passed away, I was very young, so I didn't understand any of it. But I know that it affected me. And I did feel, I'm sure, some guilt and, like, confusion, like, why you know even at a young age why is this happening to me and i was like kind of felt abandoned you know and then that's reflected itself in my life in like previous relationships or even like um with just patterns that you know reoccur so it's been a bit difficult for me to let's say uh let go because you know when i was very young someone i love just went away and i'm like that's why i was holding on to things a lot you know an image also of myself so whether it's been through sports or through breakups or through in sports, I've had injuries that made me realize I'm not just my body. It's not just about like training hard and trying to be like the most physically active. It's about a balance. Right. And I think that balance I achieved it through just being grateful. You know, I started journaling and being very grateful for everything And the more I was grateful, the more things I had to be grateful for. And that kind of like raised my frequency, if we could say, like your energy, the energy you project. Even though I was training a lot before, I had no energy. I was eating more food, training more, you know, sleeping more, but I had no energy. Mm -hmm. And we're led to believe that this is where the energy comes from. I think the energy comes from the heart, of course, because that's what makes us, you know, stay alive. And that's why they shock your heart when you're about to die, because they want you to stay alive. But the ways to increase your heart energy, it's gratitude, it's, you know, expressing your love for the world, for the people, and just, you're going to see that it's, it's doing what feels right. Like mm-hmm. I started eating the foods that felt right, I started meeting the people that felt right, going to the nice, beautiful, inspiring places, and just saying no to the things that, that were not for me. Even though if it was rationally not the right thing, I, I left a lot of jobs because they were not aligned with me and uh and recently i got let like, go of a job that wasn't for me because i felt like my rational mind didn't want to leave because mm-hmm. i had people to please you know like my dad's expectation of me and uh, and when i let go a lot of all of that it's like suddenly i had much more energy to just do me and be me you know
0: mm-hmm. that's so, beautiful you and i wanted to ask you what was the catalyst to all of this when do you find that you first went through your spiritual awakening what started it
1: the first my first breakup which was kind of later in life because my first relationship was when I was 19 I believe so we were three years together with that um, with the the girl I was with at the time and um, she was very nice very kind very loving I was just when it was over I realized I brought it all on to me, you know, kind of thing. Like I realized so, so many things I had to work on that I was asleep. Literally, mm-hmm. it's funny because we say awakening, but I felt like I was asleep for three years. Mm. And during those three years were exactly coordinated with uh, like a few weeks apart with uh, the university here in Canada. So it was three years of university and three years of the relationship. So like a few weeks before and a few weeks after was when the relationship started and ended, you know, So it was very aligned kind of thing. And during those three years, I realized that I wasn't living for myself and I was just following kind of like mass thinking. I was following others going into something that I thought would be for me a field, you know, a profession. So I was, I always was a very good student, always doing what was required of me. And I didn't allow myself to think for myself to experience life. So I just went into accounting because all my friends were doing it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it, I think it's a great profession. It's just not for me. And and when I started realizing that, it was kind of when, like, the breakup happened and I was like, oh, like, what did I do, you know? Because I wasn't spending enough time with that person and not just with that person, you know, with that ex-girlfriend. It was also with my father, my brother. So I realized, even with my friends, I was like, I wasn't spending time with friends anymore or doing things I loved. I was forcing myself to, you know, just study go to the gym, you know, and work and the rat race. Right. Right. Just aimlessly going about things.
0: (laughs) Not living, not living according to your authentic self, living according to the paradigm of others of what others expected of you. And I think that that's something that's not talked about enough, I think is The male perspective, the male energy Mm -hmm. is kind of like driven towards work, 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 goals, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, work on your body, work on this, be the alpha male, be all this, you know, and it's kind of like you're given this expectation to have it all and be in control of things and be kind of this, you know, strong presence that you can, you know, and I think... Yes. There is a lot of strength in that. There is a lot of beauty in that. And that is part of being, you know, the divine male energy, you know, the divine masculine. That is, a lot of it is strength, protection, all that. But it's also about, you know, you being able to live through your heart is such a rare thing in today's society because men are supposed to be, you know, tough, not show emotion, not show feelings. and you know making sure they have the best body so they get all the girls and all this stuff but for you it's like you've stepped out of that you've gotten out of that and i had
1: to i had to you know that's the beauty is that life will do things if you don't listen you're just gonna get hit by life again and again and again until you learn the lesson you know and then and what you're saying really resonates because it's a good point i want to touch on no I was very, uh, it was all ego-based, ego-driven. Like I had mm-hmm. to prove that I was masculine and everything. And I really wasn't the way I am now. You know, I was much different. Uh, but at the same time, I had the same essence. It's just that I was faking things, you know, right. like kind of like, you know, who lifts the more in the gym and who like is the strongest and who, uh, has the best grades. Even that, like, even if you call it friendly competition, I believe even jokes, you know, your subconscious mind doesn't take a joke Your subconscious mind, like, Whenever you, 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 th- you say it's, it's like not relevant, it is deep down because whatever you express is, is something inside of you. So whenever I was comparing grades or thinking, and I had the grades because that's all I was focusing on, but was I happy? Not at all. You know. And I think it's important to succeed at being you, you know, not to succeed at a job, not to succeed at... Anyways, it's just me getting into a little rant, but it's, it's not about succeeding at something. It's about just being you and succeeding mm. at you not at something outside, because then everything else will fall into place. Like you said, your energy will rise and then you'll meet the right people. Like I haven't been looking for like things lately and it, they're all coming to me. And that's because yeah. I just allow myself. To
0: and that's so, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I love that you said that because I feel the same, I feel that same energy. I haven't, I, people ask me, what are you manifesting? You know, what are your goals? It's not, and, and I'm, and I used to be, I am very goal driven. That's just, you know, I have a lot of, earth in my chart. (laughs) So I tend to be very goal-driven and, you know, focus on that kind of stuff. But lately I've just kind of gone with the flow of life. And I feel that, and this is something that may resonate with you as well, is that whenever things are kind of going crazy or there's chaos, instead of trying to control and kind of like bring everything together and trying to control life, you just release, just let it take you and just trust that the universe, that God, that source is going to take you exactly where you need to be at the right time with the right people in the right circumstances.
1: I feel the vibration. (laughs) (laughs) It's really beautiful what you said. It really resonated with me. And someone that I've been really connecting with, like uh, just through his audio and his work, it's Alan Watts. And he said something about about what you're saying, you know, like letting go. He speaks a lot about it, actually talks a lot about it and he said order is created out of randomness and if you don't allow for those cycles then you cannot start fresh you know or like and I often do that in my journals I journal every day almost because I don't want to get attached you know if a day I don't journal I used to be like oh, i have to journal every day mm-hmm. you know like, like trying to force it I'm like it's okay if I don't journal for a day mm-hmm. or two or three but for me I really like it because then it's like about that self-awareness And there's so many things you can write in your journal. I always start with gratitude. And uh, I used to have a goal section, you know, and I would write goals down and there would be very big goals and smaller goals. And and lately I've just been writing flow (laughs) with a little wave. And then what I write there is what feels right for the day. Mm -hmm. I think that it's important to allow yourself to change. And sometimes what I do even is I just leave the full page almost blank. I leave the gratitude on. And then in the section where I would usually have insight or goals or right ideas, I, I put nothing, literally mm. nothing. So the next day, instead of looking back at what I did the, the previous day, I would have nothing to look back to because it's fresh. And most people get attached to what did I do yesterday? You know, it's like whenever, let's say a simple example, because I love cooking, whenever like you're making food, you're like, okay, what did I have yesterday? So what can I do today? And then you attach yourself. You're like, oh, I'll do the same thing as I did three days ago. Well, what if there was nothing you did yesterday? What if it was blank? You know, what if mm. it was like, and then you, you start fresh and that goes into so many areas of our life. It's like fasting, for example, you know, allowed to do a reset and not just with food, but with social media, with mm. people, with you just going nature, disconnect. You know, that's the meaning of disconnecting so you can reconnect. And, yeah. Uh, and I yeah. I think
0: that's so, that resonates so much. And I know it resonates with you because you're smiling so big, (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's true, you know, and a lot of it is from disconnecting, kind of going off on what you were saying about social media. Guys, if you are having issues like comparing yourself, or you feel like you're not where you want to be in life, or you're feeling some kind of lack, or you're feeling like my life sucks compared to other people's, get off of social media get back into yourself, be present, be you, be authentically you. Stop trying to put out a facade or an image of who's not you. Stop trying to put out an image of what looks good or acceptable to other people. I think that, and I think, you know, Juan, you guys should follow Juan on Instagram because he always posts the most incredible things, everything he posts. And it's like, so, natural. It's not like force. You know, those those spiritual people that you follow and they're just so forced, like, you know, they're just putting content out just to put content out and all these things. I feel like it just feels like work. It doesn't feel like it's coming from the heart. It doesn't feel like it's coming from their true selves. Is their image of what they think they should be putting out, the content they think they should be putting out and not just what resonates with them. So you guys should follow Juan. That's like a little. I'm just, uh, yeah. you know, putting you out there so that you can. I'm
1: very humbled. <laughs>
0: I'm you putting so you much. out there so that you can get some followers. But honestly, guys, like if you follow him, you will not. You will not regret it. You won't be like, why is why am I following this guy? Honestly, you're going to be so grateful you followed him because. And I'm not putting any pressure on you, Juan. Of course, stay true to you. Don't <laughs> feel that you have to perform for anyone. But honestly his social media posts are so aligned, so much love, so much gratitude. And it inspires you to also live in love and gratitude and also be grateful for every little thing. The birds singing outside, the sunlight on your skin, you know, all these little things that we take for granted because we're so wrapped up on the way life should be or what we should be doing or, you know, these goals and working towards these things instead of just focusing on the now and focusing on being present. And I think one thing that, would probably resonate with you, Juan, is this idea of perfection. And I think just something that I think about hard times is the reason why we suffer so much from through hard times is that we believe that life shouldn't be hard, that it should, you know, not it should all be perfect and all sunshine and rainbows. And I think that when you release control and release expectation. And release this idea that life has to be any other way than the way it is right now and the way it's going for you, you will be so much happier. You'll be able to accomplish so much more because it's like, and this, I, I spoke to a spiritual advisor and we were talking about this earlier, Juan, but I spoke to a spiritual advisor and he told me, you're, you know, you're kind of like the Buddha, People, you don't have to go out and chase things. They come to you. People come and rub your belly. (laughs) And it was so cute that, you know, that little analogy he made. It was like, you don't have to go out and chase things and, you know, force yourself to have things or force yourself for things. It will come to you. And I swear to you, I swear, like, I I can't even imagine June, I'm saying January, June has been that kind of month for me where things just came to me. Yeah. You know, I release control. I release trying to find it, you know? Everything you're seeking seeks you. And I think we have to see it in that sense. I'm kind of going off on a tangent. <laughs> it's
1: perfect. It's perfect.
0: But everything you're seeking is seeking you. And I think that's something that we always have to keep in mind. Yes, going after goals is good. Yes, having dreams and aspirations. I think that's what keeps us alive, that keeps us wanting things, but it's not so much looking for them or going out and forcing them, being in alignment with them. And if you want good things to come into your life, you have to be in alignment with love, gratitude, all things good. You have to be in that vibration, not trying to force things to happen or force yourself to be one way. Just be your true self listen to yourself your intuition
1: <laughs> I love that so much okay I, everything you said it's it's amazing because I've also been feeling the month of June is going super well and I'm it's 11, finally 11, really...
0: I'm sorry <laughs> oh
1: my god let's take a screenshot 11-11 here
0: in where it's central time it's probably 12 11 over there right
1: 12 11 Eastern time yeah yeah Oh, it's so funny. Okay, little tangent, but guys, this is really funny. So yesterday, I, I was because I I work as a waiter right now in a really good Italian restaurant. I love my job. I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. And I had a client. Uh, he w- he goes to pay, and I check his receipt. You know, so in Canada we put like about 15% tip, and I think the bill was a uh, nine eight point eight eight ninety eight dollars eighty eight cents, oh, and wow. he writes as a tip twelve point twelve. And it gives $111.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> like that is so aligned. I love that guy.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That's- <laughs>
1: but I think there's no coincidences. That was a, a sign, I think, that things are aligning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's something people can explore. I've been starting to do it. You know, beyond the eleven eleven, there's so many numbers mm-hmm. and we don't realize the power. Any number, any number. And that's kind of like a sign that you can either listen to or not. But if you're aware of it, eventually you're going to look into it
0: what do you think of 222 because i see it all the time i'm actually seeing my inbox right now is 222 on my gmail so what is 222 to you Juan?
1: well i've been reading a little bit about it and from what i feel when i saw 222 222 is about like harmony you know it's about harmony it's about togetherness it's about working together it's about also just i think it's the relationships, you know. Two, two two is really about the relationships, and uh, it takes two of it takes two to make to build things in the world. You know, it takes mm. takes one and the other, and then the third thing can express itself. And the number three is actually expression. So when you think about it, when two come together, the third thing is expressed, and that is the idea of the trinity, basically.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. I might have to have you uh, give me your insight on my next. Because I'm doing a series on my channel, I did eleven, eleven. I'm gonna do two, two, and then three, 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 four, 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 five, five. five you know, um, so because I get so many questions, what does this mean? What does this mean? And so I'm gonna have to definitely get your insight for my next video because I love I love that perspective. It's different than what I had on two, two, but
1: it's good. We it's work good. together, and it might not be the right the right perspective, or it might not be the only.
0: It's what resonates it's with exactly the individual. It definitely, it's yeah. about being the thing with recurring numbers and seeing these numbers is that you have to be really aware of what's going on in that moment. Mm -hmm. When you see the number, you know, you have to look around, what were you doing? What were you thinking? Who were you with? Uh So that shows, you know, alignment. And it's so weird because I only see 1111 when I'm working or I'm talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. And people that i 'm really aligned with that 's kind of like mirroring me back, you know, mm-hmm. and i 'm talking with you, I saw eleven eleven it 's like you know we 're mirroring back it 's like mm-hmm. connection, and because eleven eleven is like the sign of the of the twins, you know it 's the palindrome it 's mm-hmm. the mirror, the universe is saying what you 're projecting right now is being mirrored back to you, absolutely yeah so that's what, you know, I see, okay, I'm sending out yeah. this energy. And I was saying something super aligned at eleven eleven. Yeah. I was like, Whoa, you exactly. know, <laughs> you were
1: talking about alignment. You know, it's funny because one is a number of alignment. One is also a number of like leadership, you know, of, uh, moving forward. And when you're aligned, it's easier to move forward, right? Like a train, like it's going to go in a straight line, like the railroad, you look at the way it's, they're made. So that's the idea. I, I kind of wanted to, to, to go further explore it, it's like people talk a lot about balance, you know, and I used to think, oh, work-life balance, you know, uh, when I was choosing a, care- a career or like how much does it pay and how much off time I have. And when you do what you love and you're aligned, everything comes together. You know, you can create your own environments. You can. You don't necessarily have to dissociate separate work, separate like your passion, separate your family. You just have, you need alignment, harmony. Okay. It's funny because that's what, that's what, that was one of the themes that we wanted to talk about. So it's harmony. It's
0: that's our intention for this podcast. Yeah. It's
1: about harmony. It's about alignment. And it's about just having that overall direction. You know, you don't need to have it all figured out, but you have the overall direction just as the river is going to go in an overall direction. Well, you just adapt, but keep moving forward. And that's the idea. Just don't get too attached to like, you know, you're not mechanical you're more than that and Mm -hmm. that's why you need to you're living and anything that moves is living like moving water is living water stale water is dead so you just want to be living and you're made out of water yeah well i could expand so much on that but there's literally science behind that so the most living things flow and that's why so many things like just moving around expressing yourself you know laughing or dancing like all the like Pretty much all cultures I can think of, they have some form of moving, dancing, not like going to the gym. Celebrating, celebrating yes. life. Celebrating, celebrating being homework. happy. Exactly. Yeah. Not necessarily like going to the gym and doing a certain exercise, but just moving your body and, and stretching. And Yoga is great. Go. All of that is really amazing.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts on meditation? Is there anything that you're doing specifically to help you with meditation?
1: What a wonderful question. So meditation, I... I tried a lot of different techniques, and at the beginning, it didn't feel right. It was very forced, you know, listening to audio, or I have tried, like, focusing on the breath, which is amazing. I've tried a lot of different things, visualizing. Uh, one thing I'm trying now that really feels right for me, and it doesn't have to be long, it's short, and it works well. It's, it's a circulation of light meditation, so it's about visualizing light flowing through you from every chakra upwards. Mm-hmm. and uh, i've recently been studying more chakras and it's very interesting because we talk about alignment right and alignment is expressed in us through the chakras so when you're aligned your energy can flow mm. just as the same way as like in astrology to study planets and alignments while the m- macrocosm is like in us in the microcosm so the idea is that when i do that meditation i just focus on seeing light that goes from my root chakra and it's white light, you know, bright white light. It has to feel good. And you focus it on each chakra. So you, I would suggest you just do some research in chakras if you want to try that, because you need to know the positioning and the color. So once you know the positioning and the color of each, you can see the colors and where they are in your body. And you stand up. I meditate upwards now, because that's the best way to flow energy. Don't want to be lying down or even sitting. So
0: upwards means how?
1: Just standing tall. Like, oh. yeah, relax. For how long? It's not very, I don't time myself. Here's the thing. That's our mind trying to control things. (laughs) I used to time myself. It doesn't matter for how long, just do it, you know, try it. It's, I would say between maybe five to 10 minutes. It depends how fast or slow you go. Uh, But the idea is just to see the light flowing up from the root to the sacral, to the solar plexus, to the heart, to the throat, to the third eye, and then to your crown chakra, which is a bit above your head. So once it reaches the crown chakra, the light, and at every stage, you see when you inhale through the nose, you kind of see the white light going up. When you exhale, you see it kind of like standing on a platform, and that platform is your chakra. So you see it, see it stabilizing itself. Wow. And then the next inhale, it goes up again. So you ascend slowly, and you connect your whole body, You know your, your energy. And then once you're at the crown chakra, you see a shower of white light, flowing around you and just protecting you Mm -hmm. and then it goes back down and then when you inhale again this light just goes back up so the idea is you can do that three times if you want to do more but do like an odd number so you can do that three times uh, to start with and um, on the third time the only difference is that you're going to focus all that white light to flow to your heart
0: wow
1: and then once it flows to your heart, you stay with that light in your heart chakra, which is green. And you can see a mix of white and green. And then you're going to really, really feel the power. If you do it right, you're going to feel really good, really happy. And that would be a good time to set intentions. Afterwards.
0: You should make a video on this, definitely. Because that's so interesting. I've never even heard of that. You know, for me, meditation is just really sitting quietly. And I do visualize things at times, to especially when manifesting, but, you know, going through the chakras, doing all this, I think that's incredible. So I think you should make a video about this because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who have questions.
1: Yeah, I'll, I will absolutely look into that for sure when the time's right. And I want to explore it more now. So yeah. I kind of know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, uh, I, have to <laughs> I think see you how have it. a
0: good, that's the thing is maybe you could do it. And it's funny that we're discussing this, but maybe you could do it like, oh, I meditated through my chakra for 30 days, you know, kind of uh, like, a, yeah, yeah. you know, showing your experience through it. Because I don't think that we necessarily have to be experts before we share. I think a lot of people will, because a lot, most people are beginners at this. So it's good to kind of show you, you know, through the beginner stage of it as well. That's definitely super inspiring. So
1: I like that. It's yeah. a great idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the spirit. That's the idea. That's what I wanted to say. It's like I'll see for a few other days, but I can maybe start filming or at least like seeing how I feel and maybe recording myself for a session.
0: Yeah, or do it like every week or whenever. Just say okay. Um, There's this really good YouTuber. I forgot what his. I think his name is like Matt Diavella, and he talks a lot about minimalism. And he kind of does these challenges where he's like, okay, I meditated for 30 days straight and yeah. I meditated. There was another one. Oh,
1: I know. Yeah. Cause the name, I know the guy I saw it, yeah. I saw him on a video and like in his kitchen, he has like one spoon one fork and that's it like yeah
0: (laughs) yeah it's so interesting to see it because he does a lot of things as a beginner so it's like oh I can start that too I can try that too and I think a lot of people just show when they're experts at things and then it doesn't resonate with you know everyone so it's good to show kind of your inception of that so that's awesome I I wanted to ask you another question looking back at your life and the way things unfolded and the way things went, especially through difficulty, through these hard times. Do you wish that you approached any of these things differently?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, where I'm at right now, I wish that I had approached them differently for sure. I, I don't wish that they had been different because mm-hmm. what happened was meant to happen. I believe that. But it's just it's either going to happen now, in a year, in 10 years or towards the end of your life or another lifetime. But That's it. That's for another day, this conversation. But the idea is that you you decide how you approach it, whether you grow from it or whether it repeats itself. So there are things in the way I faced relationships, not just like romantic relationships with friends, with people, with my father, with family, that I would have definitely done differently in terms of the approach. And I think it would have been being more understanding, being more loving, you know, and not thinking so much about, what I want out of it, you know, like sometimes you're so focused on, oh, but if that person leaves, I'm not going to feel good. But it's like, Mm. don't think too much about that. Think more about the overall scheme of things. You know, you look, you have to look at it from all angles. It has to be better for everyone, you know? And I think ultimately when you can project yourself, you see that the things that hurt in the moment can be good for you in the long term. with any experience, you know, even injuries like, you know, I would get injuries. I got a lot of injuries and I, it's like, I needed to learn my lesson. So I would have maybe less injuries now if I had approached it right the first time. So the first injury around what I would have done is like, okay, Juan, you're training too hard. You're trying to prove something to someone, perhaps my dad, cause he was a really good rugby player. And like, he was like, he liked it when I did sports and I was like, okay, I, subconsciously he never told me you have to train hard. He even told me you're overtraining, And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm not listening to you. So I would keep, keep, keep pushing. And I would get injured. And the first one was a big injury was a shoulder injury. And then a month after an ankle injury, because I didn't learn the lesson from the shoulder. So I kept Mm -hmm. training, kept, and the ankle was much worse. And I had to be like, not a plaster, but a boot and sitting down. And that's when I had some time to reflect like, "Mm."
0: Yeah, and that's like a wake-up call. And I think when you go through things or you repeatedly suffer the same thing, it's because you need to heal something. It's trying to teach you something. It's a lesson. It is. And absolutely. until you get over it, until you heal from it, until you address it, it's going to keep occurring. That's the way the universe works. And yeah. everything in life, Every, especially everything negative that happens, you can even say there's not really anything negative in life. I think you can say everything is just according to plan and it's just supposed to be that way. It's not good or bad. I mean, you can just look at everything as just meant to be not necessarily cash judgment on things because you think about how would life be if it was just perfect all the time It'd be boring as hell. Right. So be really boring. Yeah. You know, it'd just be like monotony and like a utopian society where nothing ever happens. But Part of being human, I think, is that risk is the difficulty. That's why we were equipped with this mind, this this powerful, you know, this brain power that we have is to solve problems, to solve things, to get through things, to find solutions. So it's all so very human. It's supposed to go difficultly. Difficultly, is that a word?
1: We can invent word,
0: words. But okay,
1: it's you can create your own words. <laughs> it's
0: supposed to be, and it's supposed to. There's just supposed to be a lot of adversity in life. That's you just know, the way it's supposed to be.
1: Well, let's go into the. That's that's amazing because where I learned the circulation of light meditation is in a book actually, which talks about the unity between consciousness and existence. So you have to be aware that you exist, but. For you to be aware that you exist, you go through the body, then you go through the mind, then you go through the emotions, then you go through the soul, and then you can go to another level. But the idea is that you need to go through that exactly. Like you need to ascend from the lower chakras to the upper ones, and the lower ones are about materiality. So once you go through those things, you know, those feelings, you know, feeling hunger, feeling pain, feeling emotional distress, feeling uh, physical injuries, then you can start ascending. And then you ascend, and then you ascend, and then you start trying to accomplish things in life and setting goals. That's your solar plexus. And then you keep ascending, and then the goals, you see you're too attached to the goal, and then you start living from the heart and being grateful and just flowing. And the heart is like the beginning of the awakening, they say, because that's when you think about it, we have seven chakras. So three upper ones for divine consciousness, and then you have the three lower ones that attach us to the earth, but the heart is the only one that links them all. So the heart is the unity. And once you start living from there, then you can kind of like tap into both, connect. And then you go to the upper ones and the upper ones is more giving back, you know, like the throat chakra. It's about expressing, helping people. And you'll see, honestly, I used to be studying like, oh, how could I be a good public speaker? How could I? You won't need to do that once you really align yourself with who you are because your truth will just come out. And you'll be like, how did I even say that? You know, things I told my dad, like in the past few months, you know, about his cancer and how he had to take care of his health. I just told so many truths and it was natural. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it was a bit intense, but you know, when you have to say something, you say it. Oh yeah. And then you keep ascending. And then the third eye is clear perception. And then you see through things and people, like you said, there's a lot of people in spirituality just develop your third eye and slowly and you'll see through them and you'll be like, it's forced and you can mm-hmm. feel it's forced. And there's no like, there's no shortcut, but it doesn't have to take a lot of time. It just depends again, how you approach it. Right. You know, like, do you let the spiral come back around and do nothing or do you just take action right away? Cause mm-hmm. life is a spiral. It's going to come back to where you are.
0: You always use a spiral emoji and everything. You I'm
1: always look, <laughs> I'm actually drawing right now.
0: a spiral. It's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. I think that spiral represents so much more than just, you know, a spiral. If you think about it, it it represents water to me. When I see that blue spiral, I see water.
1: Same. Interesting. It's beautiful. Life is a spiral. Mm -hmm. And and you just have to accept
0: (laughs) Definitely, it's a spiral. So, let me ask you this: in what ways have you taken back your power recently?
1: Great question in many ways, I would say the first fundamental way is how I feel about myself, you know it's about mm-hmm. self love accepting who I am the way I am, you know, and that gives you more energy to do things in life because you're not trying to be someone you're just not trying to expand energy to look good for other people you do it for yourself, right? You really do it for yourself. And when they say be yourself, like it's maybe the two simplest words in the English language, and but it's so true. When you start being yourself, you know, you really take back your power because you, you can then focus on all the things which I believe in destiny. And from the moment you were born, there's things you, had, you have to accomplish in this lifetime. And most people just, they refuse to get in an alignment and they try to be something or someone else. And I believe society has a big role to play in kind of putting a mask on all of that
0: but we are society
1: but exactly and you thought exactly what i thought i was about to say <laughs> we but that's the thing we are society and when i say society i mean the um, the outside appearances of what it's supposed to be like so the news i think most of the news you just have to be careful where you get your info but i think it's yeah. important to isolate yourself to understand that you are society, you inside of you, not necessarily other people, you inside of you, you are everything that expresses itself. So then I think we
0: choose what society is.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: We choose to see (laughs) because we could either be like, Oh, society, this, in a way the media, I'm going to use the term the media because I think the media does kind of do this kind of mind control thing and kind of wants us to have this kind of sheep mentality where oh my god the world is burning what do we do to have us living in fear so we're told by the media that the enemy is literally ourselves
1: Mm
0: -hmm. our enemy is literally other people and i don't think we should see it in that way because that kind of goes against the whole idea of cooperation versus competition you know, I think we have to cooperate more with each other, with our neighbors, with our friends, with people like just in our cities, you know, not trying to see the world at large. Cause if we see the world at large, we're going to be like overwhelmed, you know, don't look at the huge mountain, start small and see we are society. We are our communities. We are the way we treat our family members. We are all these things. Our families make up our communities, our communities make up society. So it's important okay. that you realize like in a powerful sense, that's why it's important to, it's kind of like goes back to what Mother Teresa said, you know, think what you want about Mother Teresa. But, <laughs> you know, she said, charity starts at home and it starts, you know, from within. And what is our first home? Ourselves, our soul. And I think that's where it has to start is we create our society. We create our, our reality. We create everything with our thoughts. And if we choose to see things in a loving sense and kind of in not in a control but in a calm sense then we can create a good society we can see the world that works for us and not against us because we're that. taught to be in fear to be in competition to be fighting that somebody's trying to take away our freedom somebody's trying to take away this but actually it's not like that at all that's it just the not. fear ego based mindset and I'm sorry if I cut you off, but I just had the it's I had perfect. The,
1: it's perfect the feeling because, to say that. Because everything's rigged in our favor.
0: Exactly. There you go. And no, people don't true. understand that. They're like, if how can it be rigged if this yeah. is happening in this side of the world or that's yeah. going on? And it's like
1: what you what you focus on expands and where energy goes, well where energy flows, you know, that's what they say, where focus goes, energy flows. And that's the thing. If we think about and that's beautiful that because I was about to actually say We are society. You know, it's funny how you kind of like went ahead of me, but usually I'm someone and you'll know it and Isabel, you know, but I'm someone who very, I'm very careful with what I say. And I always try to catch myself because the words we use are very powerful and the way we view the world also. And my dream is actually to do some of the things you said to kind of restore harmony in the world through real estate projects with like gardens and people who love each other and they cooperate. And, you know, you have like restaurants, hotels and spas, and people can relax and people can work like all together, you know, like going back to some sense of community, not like everyone isolated, but everyone together. And I think that all starts with us, with loving ourselves. And I think it's about, you know, goodwill, you know, like believing that, people are doing their best and that you're doing your best and others are doing their best. So you don't take things personal and you, we all help each other, you know, like at the job where I'm working at, it's not the easiest. I almost thought of leaving the waiter job. And I think I shared that with you, but I I was just to give an idea, you know, I give numbers to give an idea, but I am, I was like making $17 an hour. I was like, okay, I'm thinking of leaving because the atmosphere is not the best. And then I started becoming more positive. I'm like, I can change the atmosphere by changing how I feel. And not only now, things go so much better, and people around me, my colleagues are happy, the clients, the owners, super happy with my work. I just had a review on Google, like a client put a review oh, of my wow. name and the restaurant. And I learned things. That's why when we talk about letting things flow to you and start trying to control and force, I didn't even know, I didn't even know, I'm just telling you now, that this restaurant was ranked some of the best restaurants in Montreal. Because it doesn't wow. look like it. It doesn't even look like it. And apparently on TripAdvisor is like whatever. It's like 29 or on 4,000 something. It's a client who told me that. I didn't even look it up. And the funny thing is I'm learning those things. I'm like, life is a blessing. Like, And all of those things are helping me in the direction I want to go in the future. And I'm at peace with that. So I'm doing a, a job I love. And my salary increased. And all of that because of my perception that mm. I would make this. You know, my good friend who... Uh, um, I've been like we've known each other for a long time and he's still working at the same company. It's been like a few years. And now when we, he gets asked, like, how do you make it through the day with clients? You know, he's a manager of a big, like of a store, like, and he's like, I make my days good. I make it good. And I make the interactions with clients amazing. And it's, it's about that energy that you, what you project, you receive back. There That's you go.
0: It.
1: So just I project good things and then, you're right society's beautiful society's wonderful society's already on its way to we're, society's we're already not the in,
0: enemy you, you know i think that we we have a negative connotation when it comes to society like oh it's bad and i think yeah. no i think it's good i think that we all deep down we all just want to be happy and we all want love i think that's like the main thing there's some people who do live ego based and they want money and all the, and there's nothing wrong with money i don't I don't see money in a negative sense. I think money does a lot of good, but there's people who want power in a negative sense, in a sense that's to overcome others and to take control over others. I think power is not about the control you have over other people, but it's about the harmony that you have within yourself. That's true power, being your true self. I think that's true power. And I think you've, you've really done that yourself, Juan. And that's so beautiful to see. It's so inspiring to see you you know you're living your life you're living in harmony with yourself and even if you don't see the success is so different to other people you know to everyone success is so personal and it's so i think you have to you already have your idea of success and you're living very successfully even if other people your your dad or anyone's like no you should be doing this you should be doing that as long as you're happy and you feel fulfillment in what you're doing who cares what others say, you know, and you, by being you, you're inspiring other people. And that's how we start to create this harmony. It's kind of like a ripple effect. You know, you start living, it's like a drop in the ocean, you ripple out, and that starts to affect other drops in the ocean. And that's how we begin to create change, living through your heart, living through love and being authentically you. That's so very important. So
1: that's so very, that's so very beautiful. (laughs) That's perfectly amazing the way you put it because it just gave me an idea that I want to share. It's like the ego is the symbol, but we often get attached to the symbol. It's the shell. And what you want is what's inside the shell. It's the essence. And the essence is the feeling. It's like, how are you going to feel? You know, what do you want to feel later? Like you want to feel love in your heart or jealousy, hatred, you know, like anxiety. Because then you go for the symbol and then you realize that's not really the thing you wanted. So the power, the money, the beautiful relationship, the car, the house, the traveling, Anything else you want to add to this list that you think you want, think about it for real and feel it. Is mm-hmm. that, does that feel right? Because then I you'll realize that. it's not, yeah. that's not what you really want. What you really want is to feel happy, to feel good. And whatever is meant to flow in your life, for this to happen, let it come. Like, let it come. Even though it's not in the form or shape or way you thought it would come to you. Like, I'll be honest, like a year ago, more than a year ago, I'm like, I want to go in business for myself. I don't want to work for anyone. And I was very intense on that. And I I was, I wanted to start my own thing. And then I kind of like, I was humbled and I realized working for others is some of the best way to one day have people work for you because then you really understand. There you go. And you create your own great environment. And now with the jobs I had, and especially now where I'm working, it's the kind of environment I like, you know, and just think about that. I never expected to it started as a part-time job where I'm at like at the restaurant and now it's like, I'm doing more hours and I'm, and I, and I do what I love and I, and I'm just feeling good. And I'm creating connections, creating a lot of connections. The owner actually, if I can share, he spoke with me and he heard a voicemail I had set up, you know, you plant seeds in life and I had put a a voicemail like five months ago where I said I wanted to create a hundred billion dollar worth of real estate projects that positively impact communities. And at, at the time I was like, Hmm, that's a bit cocky, but no, if it feels right, do it. And I, And I wanted to, it was to help that I, that I wanted to do those real estate projects. So I I did the voicemail. I never changed it since then. And the owner listened to it recently of the restaurant. And he's like, you know, I invest in real estate. You know, I have properties, Mm. go and sit down and we can have a meal together and discuss and I can help you. I was like, how wonderful does the universe work when you plant the seeds and you water them and then you just forget a little bit about it. Let the sun, let nature do its thing, but it's a it's a it's a balance it's a i love
0: that that's incredible that's <laughs> yeah you don't you don't go and sit and watch the sprout you know you just give it some time give it love give it attention and trust um sunlight and then let it be and then let you know it it, it'll it'll grow so
1: around any obstacle around anything it was just go towards the light yeah the exactly Same for
0: us. be the light so that anything has
1: be the flow <laughs> right. yeah there you go You're you're it so,
0: Great, Juan. I have one last question because we're going to wrap up pretty soon. I know we can be here talking all day, which we're definitely going to have you on again for another episode for sure.
1: Would love that.
0: But I want to, you know, give some hope and light to whoever's listening right now. And I wanted to ask you, Juan, what advice would you give to someone who is going through a tough time, who feels that they've given up on life? What would you say to them?
1: I would ask them a question first. You know, the question would be, what is life? What is life for you? Because once you start defining that, you decide, is that the life you want? And then you start defining it differently. So then you say, what is life? The life you want to live. And if you don't know, that's okay. If you don't know, that's okay. Because you, sometimes we don't know what we want and we need to go through those phases. But The important thing I need, I think it's to do a conscious effort to figure it out. And then if you feel you can't, to let go and wait for things to happen to you. But to trust, to remain optimistic and positive that the answer is willful to you. like, yes, I'm 26. Yes, I've experienced a lot of things, but I still don't know exactly what I want out of life. I think it's getting clearer. And it wasn't always like that. You know, I was very confused. And when you don't know and you accept that you don't know and that you kind of like, it's again, it's the trusting, it's the trusting, it's the letting go. It's the accepting that good things are on their way. And you just have to believe you have to believe that things are good. And you know, um, why would you give up on something? If you feel like it's falling apart, there's nothing to hold on to. The process is being done for you. So be grateful that everything's falling apart in your life because it's happened Mm -hmm. for, you know, there's been a lot of things that happened for me that like, whether it's the physical, mental, emotional, on different planes. And that was really a sign for me to let go without actually me having to do anything because everything was just going away. Everything was falling apart. So I'm like, okay, I guess I have to change something now (laughs) and allow this to happen. Uh, Like we were discussing, something happened with my brother recently and my dad, and it's like it had to happen. You know, you have to break the shell. And if you don't do it, something else is going to do it. But just... Once that happens, let the light in. Allow yourself to dream. You know, you want to, you're going to grow through different ways. And the first one is going to be through contrast. It's like, I don't want that. So I I want this instead, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's great. If right now you feel like, you feel like giving up on life, you say, that's a beautiful thing because now I can ask myself, what makes me want to give up on life? And then you say, okay, what makes me want to grow into myself? Like, what makes me want to, enjoy life and you can compare and eventually you'll transcend comparing and you'll just Mm -hmm. just do the things that feel right so you know if i can give more like examples because i think people like they want examples in life (laughs) what i did for myself was you know after the my awakening you know was after the first breakup i said i don't want that anymore i don't want to be like a puppet to my circumstances, you know, Mm. because I used to blame. It was the circumstances. I used to be like, it's what's happening around me. It's not my fault. I'm busy. I have a lot to do. I don't have time for my family, for you. It's not my fault. It's just, I have a lot going on with school with this until I realized I can change that. I decide to stay in school. I decide to do work that I, that is not fulfilling. I'm designing all those things. And then I started journaling to become aware so through contrast, I was aware of what was happening. And I'm like, oh, that I don't want, and but that I want. And I started writing more of what I wanted. So journaling can help you. Meditation can help you. And to, to loop back to meditation, journaling, all those things are just medicine. You know, When, it, when you've went through it, you don't necessarily need to keep doing it. You know, mm. To be spiritual is not to meditate every, like five hours a day. To be spiritual, I think, is to be loving of yourself, to be aware of who you are, And that will happen in different ways. And if meditation helps, if journaling helps, if listening to Isabel's beautiful YouTube video helps, or (laughs) my content, or whatever it is, whoever inspires you, do it. And then whenever you feel you fall out of alignment, you know I'm someone who, I would say, you know, you follow my content and you fall out out of alignment, unfollow me right away. I'm the first person to do that. And there's a lot of people I used to follow, I unfollow them quickly because they don't resonate anymore. So I would say just stay true to yourself and be aware. Know thyself, all right? Aristotle said. So that's the key. That's the key.
0: And be aware that if you're going through something really tough and you feel like giving up, it could be the beginning of spiritual awakening. So also be aware of that, that this you're meant to go through this. It's not the end for you. It's actually going to be a beginning. And something I've learned along my journey is that when nothing is certain, anything is possible. That right now, if there's nothing that you have to hold on to and everything's falling apart, it means the universe is presenting you with new options and it's your choice on which option you're going to take.
1: That is wonderful. It's exactly that. And you know, the beginning of taking back your power is losing it. So powerlessness.
0: There you go. I love that. You had to lose it in order for it to be taken back. That's what we're taking.
1: Absolutely. There you go. And that's when you realize how grateful you were for for like that power that you now have. And I think it's about not trying to be powerful because whatever you try to grasp on, you won't get. Mm -hmm. But whatever you allow to come to you, trust divine timing, it's already yours. It's already Mm -hmm. yours in your heart, in your mind. You know, whatever the mind can conceive and the heart can empower, I believe, then the hand can have, you know, and you will have everything you desire once you understand that you don't have to force it you don't have to force anything it's all going to come to you.
0: And you that's a beautiful way to end our i can't even find the words to end the, <laughs> the thing so thank you so much juan i think we've ended on a great note on a great energy there and Your wisdom is always appreciated. Your energy is always appreciated. I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for your existence. And I'm so grateful you took the time this morning to come on here and talk with my audience. And if you guys enjoy Juan and everything he has to share, like I said, he's on Instagram and on YouTube now. Could you please share your Instagram name and your YouTube name with us, please?
1: Absolutely. So it's my full name. So Juan Roger, J-U-A-N-R-O-G-E-R sp and that's it <laughs>
0: instagram and there you could find his youtube juan roger Sals portal is also i know i totally like Americanized. it's
1: beautiful. it's perfect it's perfect i can't even pronounce it you pronounce it better than me so my full name which is pretty long but you'll find me that's the cool thing because it's unique so you know you'll find me very
0: nice <laughs> Thank you so much, Juan. And I'm sending you so much love and light to all of you guys listening. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Taking Back Your Power. Be sure to follow this podcast wherever you may listen to it so you'll be aware and up to date when I upload my next episode with more incredible guests. And also, please be sure to follow Taking Back Your Power on Instagram at Taking Back Your Power. I'm also on YouTube and Instagram as well isabel palacios and all the links will be in the description of this podcast as well so thank you all so very much i'm sending you all my love and best energy and best vibes and stay hopeful trust in the universe trust that everything is aligning in your favor and always remember no matter what you may look like no matter who you are in this life no matter what you may be going through your true beauty your true worth and your true power always come from within I love you all, and I will be back next week for a new episode. Bye-bye. Love you. (laughs) Love you.